Welcome back to Joker Men. I'm Evan. I'm Ian. Last thing we recorded was uh, an episode on the Patreon uh, about Eat the Document. And today uh, we're talking about something which is, if that was like being in a bathtub full of uh, dead worms. Roaches <laughs> and snakes. Uh, in terms of... Uh, the, 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 vibes, the vibes like pins and needles in you because you're possibly strung out on uh you don't feel good <laughs> and you're t- uh then tonight we can relax into an actual bath full of warm water warm soapy water bubble bath because uh, we're talking about a, a record of 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 pleasure of distinction uh, yeah, yeah it's a record of distinction but <laughs> it's a little bit less that than it is a record of uh what what could i say uh confection it's fallen like angels folks bob dylan's 2016 release on columbia records that's right i realized in the last episode we did about um the pre- well, the one about the previous record, Shadows in the Night, I said that I have enjoyed listening to this record in 2015, but I was wrong. I just misspoke. 2016 is when I was just on the subway. Or maybe you had an early copy and you <laughs> yeah, no. didn't share it with any of us. I was just riding along in the subway listening to what had then just come out. Uh, this record just feeling like uh, lo- the luckiest boy on earth <laughs> I don't know on if you felt that way when uh, this came I, out I didn't feel that way to be honest uh, <laughs> Fallen, <laughs> Fallen Angels yeah. as, as, as much as I loved Shadows and as deep as I fell for that Fallen Angels was one that I have always kind of let just kind of like let it sit there and like you let not... it fall by the way I let it fall yeah uh, I, I listened to it a couple times it didn't like reach out and grab me the way that shadows did and so I just kind of like I let you know it just it, it was there um, and uh, I've, I've, <laughs> I've since rectified that uh, that uh, behavior um, obviously but it's uh, it uh, it's nice because it was almost like it wasn't like listening to a new record necessarily but it was uh there, there was some more kind of excavation and uncovering that I could do on this one that I hadn't been able to do on Shadows or that I will be able to do on Triple Kick quite as much. But we'll save that for Season 6 of Jokerman Podcast coming soon. Um, Fallen Angels. So I wonder if it's called Fallen Angels because these are just other tracks he had from that I session. Was one, I, uh, and yeah, he's the, like, uh, it's, <laughs> it's so funny if that's the case. Like Some more, some Fallen Angels. <laughs> some some tracks that didn't make the cut. Uh, some sweet, beautiful tracks that I'm going to share with you. Well, you know what a Fallen Angel is, don't you? It's the devil. The devil yeah, is I, a fallen I, angel. I know that. The devil. The devil. The devil himself. And Lucifer. And this this album, which I guess we can talk about the cover right now because we are only going to do one episode <laughs> on this, is not a it cool, not... smooth blue. No, it's a fire, it's a fiery, hot, red text fallen angels. I think this album 
is about it has a great great cover the red man down there himself <laughs> it's, it's and i'm not talking not. about santa claus it's, folks. it's so funny that, that this album has that title and this cover because it really is probably bob dylan is doing satanism on fallen angels it's like the least threatening collection of songs that he's he possibly could have drummed up uh there is not even like there's not a sinister moment really on this if you play polka dots uh, and moon me- moon memes backwards, <laughs> backwards you can hear pazuzu speaking to you it starts with the uh incantation young at heart why don't you blow on the uh old bobo The ritual begins. <laughs> uh, you you walk into a, a darkened uh, antechamber. We already walked it. We did this last time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Count okay. Halen's. Uh, well, uh, uh, next door to Dracula, Count Halen's Dracula Castle, there's an actual haunted castle. And uh, it's so scary. And uh, that's not where we're going either. We're going <laughs> to a, a lake a country house. <laughs> like a, It's a nice craftsman. And... There's warm cookies on the table. <laughs> uh, we're starting with Young at Heart. Young at Heart. Good song. <laughs> good song. Yeah. I think it's good. Fairy tales can come true. They could happen to you. If you're young at heart. If you're young at heart. Life this gets so- more exciting with each passing day. This song is so funny to me. It's like... Uh, the the lyrics are so like like the word derive being in this song s- sounds so weird to me for some reason like that's <laughs> Think, look at all you'll derive <laughs> you'll derive out, of being, out of being alive yeah like it makes you know I I understand what they're saying uh but uh it clearly whoever was putting that together was kind of stretching for um stretching for a rhyme i would say uh and uh, had to throw that one in there i guess this was johnny richards and carolyn lee 1953 um, there you go uh carolyn lee best known for her work on peter pan wildcat and little me don't know what any of that is little oh, she me? also wrote she also wrote uh the best is yet to come that's a good one that's that makes that tracks another that's one that bob has done <laughs> the person who wrote Best is yet to come. Yeah. And she did uh, Stay With Me from uh, Shadows also. Well, well, well. She's a regular uh, fallen angel herself. There you go. Yeah, she's a little, uh, she's a little devil. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I don't know that this song uh, requires much discussion, except that I love the way it is. Uh yeah, alive. I, I like the way he sings "Alive." Uh, yes, did you notice that? he sings. I like the way he sings the whole thing. To be honest, um, yeah, me too. And I love the way that the band sounds. Yeah, the band sounds. I guess if there's anything to discuss, I think it's the sound of the band because that is, and maybe that's why I didn't get "Fallen Angels," "Fallen Angels" pilled uh, when it came out initially, is because it has a different kind of tone to it. I don't think that that really cohesive strong vivid sense of whatever kind of sorrow or um or um uh, missing someone you know the the sadness yeah uh uh, good one good one buddy good one chris gal 
I don't think that that's present on this record quite as much. You uh, don't? Which is which is not to, not to say that that's, that's a bad weird. thing necessarily. Uh, to me, I but think it is, but I, it's different. I think this is a much happier kind of like snapping your fingers, bopping around kind of record than Shadows is, and I think Young at Heart is the perfect way to start it. Uh, with that in mind, um, because it's got a it's got a snappier kind of happier feeling to it, especially being sung by Bob Dylan in 2016 when he was what. 75 at this point right well although i guess these songs came from whatever they came from the same session so he's 74 he's an old guy age is just a number it is just that's a what that song's about young exactly it's nice to hear uh you know bob it is in his older uh older years older age kind of uh finding some some like like humor in it almost it, it, well, what's another song that uh dylan has written i it's on the tip of my tongue i think that he maybe has written a song about being young uh, um it's young mm. i'm a young guy i'm always going to be young ah, isn't I that see. what's Something that other like song that. that he has yeah young uh not can't stop being young that's right mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that was about uh, <laughs> that was about Jacob. This one's this one's about him. He himself is young at heart, and if he should survive to one hundred and five, actually, look at this all one's he'll about derive. you. It is about it's you, about you and I. But I think he's singing to himself. Um, it just it, it has a it has a lighter kind of touch. Uh, I think throughout the record, and and this is a lighter touch right here off the bat. I mean, compared to the way that. Um, Shadows starts the you know that just very like low mournful kind of tone. Uh, this is you know, you know you're you're having a good time right off the bat. Next we have maybe you'll be there. This is a sweet song. This was so sweet, <laughs> you know. <laughs> to me, this song is like a as sweet as as candy. <laughs> Uh, as sweet as a as as sweet as a cake mm-hmm. what other sweet things this song's as sweet as uh as sweet tea um oh, mm, that's pretty that can be pretty sweet you know <laughs> maybe you'll be there is is but it's not without a little bit of sadness when you get to the bottom of your cup <laughs> Uh, so, everyone, home, you can see why we're a... only doing one episode. On this. <laughs> uh, uh, you're <laughs> you're looking around for that refill for that waitress, and you know that she's servicing another table. Mm. You know it's not the proper thing to do. This is not the right time to get up and look for her. She'll come, maybe, but. Um, <laughs> This song is called, is called Maybe You'll Be There, and it's about how this guy, this character who the, is singing this, this guy. song, this guy, he gets up, he walks <laughs> after midnight Rube along Blue. the lonely thoroughfare. What is he th- expecting to find? Who is, could he possibly meet at that time? It's not the time or place to look for uh, you, but maybe you'll be there. Maybe you'll be there. Rube Bloom. Is that who wrote this? Rube Bloom. Rube Bloom? Rube Bloom. 
Rube Bloom. Rube Bloom, also the author of uh, such such other <laughs> ditties that you may know and love as Silhouette, Soliloquy, and That Futuristic Rag by Rube Bloom. <laughs> April 9th, 1923. If there's anything that I think of, those t- two words that just work together. <laughs> futuristic rag. Futuristic and rag. I love that the genius entry just says, this song is an instrumental. Yeah. <laughs> that futuristic rag. Uh, uh, instru- what are the instruments? Like uh, washboard uh, and, uh, and, uh, and a theremin? <laughs> Uh, a ray gun. Um, maybe you'll be there. So you know, it's about a lonely guy who's sure. Who's but I just like I a li- fool. I he like stops the, and stares. With anxious heart, you know, he he hurries to the door at the end of the song. I do. So I think I think this is one that like. Ah oh, man, it's so good. It the, is so good. The, and the good ending music. of this, that. Yeah. The this one I think the, does sound like one that could fit on shadows. Like it, it, it has that that kind of sense of longing and and lacking. Um, so you know you kind of go in and out of that mood. What here. no pussy does to a to an yeah exactly. <laughs> Fucking rube balloon, <laughs> no pussy getting motherfucker. You're, you're gonna write the, that futuristic rag, <laughs> yeah. waiting for just you're waiting for somebody to knock on your door. <laughs> It's not going to happen. You, you got to go out walking after midnight. How about this, Rube? <laughs> How about you go out during the normal hours of the day and you'll have a higher statistical chance of running into your beloved? Fellas, if you're going to write a rag, make sure that rag is classic and old yeah. school. Ladies are not looking for a futuristic rag under any circumstances <laughs> yeah, whatsoever. When, when, when all the dolls and dames were... were Going out to see the the hot new uh, ragtime band, they they didn't want somebody somebody who's like, I do mainly science fiction. <laughs> they don't want someone rag. dressed up in a silver. This isn't fucking Donald Fagan's The Night Fly. This is not IGY. They want a guy. This in is a, 1920. When was this song written? 1923. Gee, this guy Rude was. Uh, he was a good songwriter because this song is good. Good song, uh, I have to say. Polka dots and moonbeams. You know what? I like this song too very much. <laughs> Shocker. I, I think this is actually one of my favorites on here. I think it is I would, one of the standouts. I like I listened to it a lot, like when it, when this came out, and I uh, I think this one was always one that I have I've come back to it again and again. It's just got such a cute 
instrumental. Yeah, it almost sounds like a like it makes me think of like a Pixar movie or something. Like I think of Toy Story uh, or something it's, when it's I hear it. It's better than that. It, That's the it, thing about this stuff that is I'm going to I'm going to say I hate Pixar movies now. Um, basically, except for, you know, I like Toy Story, Toy Story 2, you know, Messages of the Next Guy, The Incredibles, like the ones that are decent, you know. The ones that you watched when you were a child, and now that you're not a child, you don't oh, like no, the child no, movies it's not, anymore. I'm that's sh- not I'm the case. That's not what, why. It's because now they are, they're bad. No, uh-huh, because you're not a child anymore. <laughs> you know, you might be onto something here. I uh, liked Play-Doh. When it was fucking blue and red and green, and I was two years old. Better now that they've got the all sorts of other different colors. Legos, you know, we're talking about like <laughs> how the Legos are now all branded content. Well, that is a thing, but yeah. Again, but Legos anyway, are- back to my Pixar point. These movies, you get to a certain age, you realize like these are for children. They're yeah. for, they are. <laughs> yes, like, they are. My Just like Toy Story. I, we went uh, Toy Story is the one example I would say that like holds up, but it's like weird that it does. Randy it's just, Newman like, called a really his good song for Toy Story a piece of shit. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yes, he did. Yeah, he, he introduced um, what's the name of that stupid song again? You got a friend in me. You got a friend. He introduced in me. that live in concert one time. Uh, it was uh, he just said like, <laughs> now here's a stupid piece of shit I wrote for a Disney movie, <laughs> and then just started playing it. Yeah, that's funny, King. Um, my point being, King. my point being, uh, Toy Story is fine, but the, most of these Pixar movies, they are manipulative garbage for uh, feeble, undeveloped minds, such as and, children's uh, minds. Yeah, but the, it's the worst <laughs> thing is now they like appeal more they're, to they're like kind of for adults. I th- I think that it says more about the adults than it does about the movies, and I I understand what you're saying. And I let agree me with let me there. stretch my just get to the end of this stupid Go. thought. Do it. It's that polka dots and moonbeams. This is like I can get all that like warm fuzzy pleasure that like adults who degrade themselves by paying fifteen dollars to see the latest Pixar movie. I can get that just by listening to this song and it does nothing to dent my sense of personal dignity because it's just a cute song and it's four minutes or whatever. And I don't need more than that. Like you get that sense of stylized cutesy life, you know, in like the quickest burst and it doesn't, you don't have to like sit there watching something that's trying to make you feel sorry for like, a bisexual boy who finds out he's a mermaid. I don't. E- I don't even know what you're talking about there. I, I think just, that's what the newest Pixar one's about. That sounds like fun. I'm just picturing like your family is all together for the holidays and like, oh, Evan, we're gonna go see you know the Toy Story five or whatever. You want to come on? Let's let's go to the movies. And they're just like, no, th- no thanks. I'm just gonna sit at home and listen to polka dots and moonbeams alone <laughs> and get all of the Pixar warm fuzzies out of listening to this song for the next three hours on this couch you know what that is it's a good deal sure <laughs> well uh, uh, i liked you know uh, toy story uh two mm-hmm. i saw i think i saw toy story three in mm-hmm. theaters i saw toy story four with uh my little sister uh, how was toy story four you know it's it's fine i just it was good it was nice to see it with my my 
little sister who's 19 years my junior and uh, see her appreciation for these beloved characters mm. uh, who who first became Woody beloved buzz when we were when we were we lads ourselves I, uh, I don't want to uh, imply that it's bad because the boy is bisexual or uh, whatever that movie's about um, it's just it's just that it, it, I want to be very clear I want to be clear. It's just that it seems like a bad movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, it's no it's no Rifkin's festival. No. <laughs> it's not. Rifkin's what it, festival, you know, there is a connection there with Pixar because we, uh, we, Wallace we, Shawn, can, we simply cannot do T-Rex. more on Rifkin's festival. What is a pug nosed dream? Well, the pug nose uh-huh. is a type of nose that you have uh, if it goes up in that way, uh-huh. that, like a cutesy. I, I'm familiar cute with that little nose. That's that's what he's talking about. He's talking about a girl with a cute little pug up nose. Oh, the girl herself is the pug nose dream. Yeah, like you're a dream, baby. You you with your yeah. cute little pug nose. He's, I see. Okay. The, the song right. is kind of a funny. Uh, it seems like it's kind of written by someone with brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> the music started and I was the perplexed one. I held my breath and said, may I have the next one? In my frightened arms, polka dots and moonbeams sparkled on a pug nose dream. Like he's having like li- like stars. Like when he bumps into her, how hard is that bump? Because then the rest of the song he's seeing polka dots and moonbeams moon as he's like stilted. <laughs> dancing with her uh i'm just imagining a guy who like has a he has a concussion a concussion but yeah. is in love he's too. he's gotten whacked on the head with a frying pan and a uh like a red kind of bump has raised itself out of his hair <laughs> <laughs> and he's got he's got apparently some sort of dog looking woman uh in his arms. no she doesn't look like a dog She's pug just... nose dr- you, you just said when your nose goes up like that that's, that doesn't mean pug like a dog. <laughs> it's just a type of nose. Like a, mm. It's just a style sort of, of nose. Sort of dog-looking nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sparkled around this dog-faced <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh, all no. the way. <laughs> uh, no, I just want to... I want to just say that I think this song is very cute, uh-huh. very nice. I like the the images of the the country dance being held in a garden uh, that's a, nice. a house of house built of lilacs and laughter there's so such it's a sweet song and i've defiled of, uh, it but with my with my vulgar commentary it makes me think of froggy when according all the it animals having their little like country that. jamboree together yeah that's a, another detail is that the song's written by a little uh frog maybe that's why it would make sense that it's a pug nose maybe it literally is animals that are that are having this country this country hoedown together all right it's the pig and the moose and the crap out of your head that's not what it's about (laughs) Uh, all the the way way. this is nice (laughs) nice song this is good music too (laughs) this is sort of laying out you you want to fall in love guess what it's not you can't just do that with anybody you have to fall in love with somebody who uh loves you all the way Mm -hmm. when somebody needs you it's no good unless she needs you all the way through the good or lean years and for all those in between years come one man 
all the way. Till death do us part, in sickness and in health, as they say, as they used to say, when people still got married in this, when we had a country, <laughs> when Pixar movies were good, when people got married, yeah, when you could write a song called The Futuristic Rag. When was this song written, All the Way, and by who? Uh, this one is Jimmy Van Hoisen <laughs> and <laughs> Sammy Kahn. Um, Jimmy Van Flavin. Let's uh, see. Uh, looks like first recordings are 1957. Yeah, song published in 57 uh, by our old friend Frank. So, this I one's like a little more, a little more recent, a little more modern. Yeah. Not it's a good, it's good number. Um, yes, it's good. This one has a yeah, it's like a classic Sinatra type song. Yeah, really. Yeah. All the way. If you let me love you, it's for sure I'm gonna love you all the way. Yeah. All the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a single by Frank, 1961. Um, All the way. On Capitol. On Capitol Records. There you go. Where the record was recorded. Where Bob's record uh, was recorded. Uh, yeah. We, we talked about this a little bit on, on the Shadows episode. Uh, apparently, the fact that he cut 20-something songs for Shadows and that record only was 10 and you know whether or not there was a bootleg series release coming down the pike of all of this extra material. I actually, I don't think there is. I think this is the bootleg series release, basically, is, is Fallen Angels. Uh, Triplicate strikes me as something that he went into the studio to cut and just like, he had 30 songs, so he just put all the 30 songs out. But this was just, I, th it, I, I it does kind of, it's a nice little package, but it does kind of feel like a, um, like an odds and ends collection, I think, at certain points. Which is not to say that it's not good music, or that we'd like to hear it, or that it makes us feel good. Um, you know. you, you, none of the songs um, make me feel bad. Least of all, uh, mm. Skylark, the next Skylark. one. One of the a highlight, I think. Great little song. And again, a little different than what we had before. The, the fiddle here really lends this a nice kind of warmth, uh, I think. Um, and kind of... Um, a, a sense of brightness and uh, and happiness uh, to the to the affair of the skylark. Wow. wow, listener to the show uh, Zachary H just tweeted at us with uh, a Japanese uh, ver uh, release of "Melancholy Mood," "All or Nothing at All," "Come Rain or Come Shine," and that old black magic. Yeah, I have that. Or you not, have like, that. I don't have a physical copy of that, but I have it in my iTunes. It's just like a four-song EP kind of thing, and it's got like a picture. Yeah, but the cover is yeah, so Yeah, the picture cool. is great. Oh, man, that's beautiful. A thing of beauty. It's like all pink with a sort of uh, halftone portrait of a, a Japanese lady sort of with her eyes cast down. It's a, so cool. Yeah. We can post a picture of that. And it's got yeah. the Japanese titles of all the songs as well over there under the, right. the yeah under the wow. yeah, English titles, but it doesn't have Skylark. Which doesn't have is, Skylark. Uh, the next song. 
Yeah, Skylark is... <laughs> and this is a song that I... It's one of those instances where I'm just so glad that I know the song now through this. Because now every time I hear a version of it, and that's the case with all of these, I feel like an extra thrill of recognition and, and pleasure. I don't know about you, but that's like a, the gift that keeps on giving with, with these records. You just now know these old you know songs. these songs and so and so you'll even hear like jazz versions like in just randomly in passing you know uh you you like i i went to um bemelman's with michael mm-hmm. and the guy on the piano he was playing some songs and i like knew i, I he, he might have even played skylark you know like a jazzed up version wow on the piano and i it was one of those things where i was like i can i know this now i know this song i can place it in you real know life the song skylark uh written in 1941 by hoagie carmichael yeah classic and hoagie johnny Carm- mercer you're gonna be named after a sandwich your name's hoagie uh <laughs> hoagie carmichael is very famous uh yeah he also wrote stardust georgia yeah. on my mind the man wrote stardust those are those are some big ones. They're old buttermilk sky. That sounds like a fun one. Old buttermilk sky. I'm a keeping my eye peeled on you. What's a good word tonight? Are you gonna be mellow tonight? Oh buttermilk sky. Can't you see my little donkey and me? We're as happy as a Christmas tree Heading for the one I love I'm gonna pop her the question That question Do you, darling, do you do? It'll be easy, so easy If I can only bank on you Old buttermilk sky I'm telling you why Now you know Keep it in mind tonight Keep a brushing those clouds from sight. Oh, buttermilk sky. Don't you feel me when I'm needing you most? Um, <laughs> I love this world that used to exist where a man named Hoagie Carmichael, Carmichael wrote a song called Old, Old Buttermilk, buttermilk sky. sky. Have you heard that new uh, Hoagie Carmichael, uh, <laughs> Old Buttermilk Sky? Old Buttermilk Sky. Uh, oh, my goodness. And he, and he was wearing, like, a tweed suit and smoking an enormous pipe while he was doing it and sitting in, like, a spectacular office in the middle of New York City that, like, you know, is probably a fucking WeWork today. Uh, we have we, to go back. We literally we did to used to have to a country. But, you know, it, this was a few years before Pixar movies got bad. But this was... Uh, Oh, this is a world that I like to... This is the advantage of any sort of, like... VR kind of thing like if we can actually do like a total no. recall thing no where no, like we can no, go hang out in the past there's no the matrix uh, to get this back do, yeah just... do the matrix where you can be named hoagie and write the song old buttermilk sky that that is what I would do nevertheless yeah never that's the next song the, oh, the next song, nevertheless. Oh, it is nevertheless, isn't it? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm weak. Maybe I'm strong. Nevertheless, nevertheless, I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. I'm in yeah. love with you. 
It's, you know. This I will say that this in the next song and maybe the song after that <laughs> it maybe is something of a slight dip in in uh in in uh I actually like the ones that are coming out. I mean, next. I like don't get me wrong. I like them all. You know, this is all good music. But uh nevertheless I mean, it's. I'm literally. I would drive myself crazy if I was sitting here trying to talk about this. This one's. What? Come on. It just is good. You know it when you hear it. (laughs) You know how how it sounds good. It has a calming thing. Like it's like. uh, What am I gonna do? Sit here and be like. Talking about how an angel playing a harp is like. This is good. I like this. It's just. uh, Yeah, of course it's good. Of course, Bob Dylan singing like a completely pleasant song with this very chill, low key band who have like just like they all know it. It's all, it's gonna be just a, a delight. It is a delight. It's in other easy. news, water is wet. Uh-huh. You know, you know that like what I'm saying. Classic, it's a classic line. It's a very easy listen. You know, I think uh, I, I think that, that if there's anything to say for this record, it's it's just. It's good to put on. It's honestly, though, it's not easy for some people because they they fight it and they don't want to be, uh, they don't want to live in, uh, under the old buttermilk sky. <laughs> I, hope, I hope to God Bob has done old buttermilk sky somewhere. I've got to listen to that. Yeah. That sounds really good. This yeah. song does not overstay its welcome. Just like that, we're on to... This is probably my favorite um, transition here from nevertheless into all or nothing at all. It's just like, <laughs> you know you're just in the fucking middle of this record. <laughs> you know? <laughs> there's... Uh. It's not... It's like, if you think there's going to be like a big uh, highs and lows, it's like being on a roller coaster built in 1910 mm-hmm. where like... You're like, whoa, whoa, you're going like a difference of like four feet, you know, a thrill of a lifetime. All or nothing at all. It's, uh, <laughs> don't make me say it. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, there's another Carolyn Lee joint here. No, it isn't. I'm looking at the young and heart details. Uh, okay. This is uh, Arthur Altman and Jack Lawrence. Uh, you know, you know this song is, is pretty similar to uh, another <laughs> song uh, called uh, "All the Way." All the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of. I'm getting a lot of "All the Way" vibes. <laughs> guy who's this only ever is... listened to "All the Way." <laughs> this uh, "All or Nothing at All" is. Is serving all the way energy. Actually, uh, it, that joke doesn't really make sense because they are really similar. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. You, it's a really like it's like somebody translated all the way poorly into another language and then translated it back. It's like uh, if I fell under the spell of. Of your call, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would be caught in the undertow. That's how it goes. And so I, 
It sounds like it's like, I've got to say no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. He puts a lot of space in there, too. We haven't talked about uh, uh, quite yet. I, I think you can hear it on All or Nothing at All. Uh, Bob just uh, breathing. Um, yeah. And, and s- sort of like sniffling and snorting into the microphone. There are just some absolutely arresting moments of Bob Dylan uh, respiring on this record. Um one of the best things to recommend it as far as I'm concerned. You're going to want to get yourself a good pair of headphones for the album Fallen Angels because yeah. you don't want to miss a single one of those instances of Bob kind of like lightly licking his lips and like... <laughs> <laughs> it's the work of a master, folks. Um, I just... I've realized... Friend of the, friend of the show out... <laughs> <laughs> so hold on, let me just have a moment here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> As I get ready to sing uh, on a little street in street Singapore. Singapore. <laughs> uh, this is this is one of my favorites. This oh, one rocks. Oh I like this one a lot. You know, it reminds me of. I, I have to say, I don't. I probably said this on the show before, maybe, but um, one of my favorite records of all time is "Come Fly with Me" by uh, Frank Sinatra. Mm. Like that whole album. Okay. And this has this has <laughs> this has "Come Fly with Me" vibes. <laughs> okay. Big time. Because all those songs on that are like. All right, uh, let's make a song about Italy, or let's do a song about Vermont, or a song about New York, or a song about uh, being, you know, whatever it is. Mm. The camel root to Iraq, he says. Mm. Bob this says one that. Is, no, uh, Frank Sinatra on a. It's very nice to go traveling, but on this one, uh, you know, this is like, yeah, a song about. Singapore. It's got a little uh, bit of uh, Eastern flair. To yeah, it. it's a. It's got that. Uh, it's Oriental. Uh, perfume of Shalimar. Perfume and, of Shalimar. Uh, lotus the, something. Lotus right? covered door. Lotus covered yeah. door. Yeah. The temple bells. Uh. <laughs> it's, it's really just like a. A reverie that you'd go into uh, when you're like looking at a postcard uh, and you're on some medication that has not yet been made illegal in like 1952. Right. Uh, it's what you would do if you were the guy who wrote this song, at least. Um, uh, Peter DeRose. Where is he um, from? What's his story? Um, well, went, uh, he... went missing in Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> He looks like uh, this, so you know like, the the kind of guy oh. who you know is gonna know his shit. Are you on Singapore. Peter DeRose Vivo? Right I'm on now? Peter DeRose Genius page uh. right now. Uh, zero followers. Zero. Um, yeah, unfortunately. Even though he wrote a Marshmallow World. <laughs> a Marshmallow World. Wow. Yeah. There you go. That's a great song. I love Marshmallow World. Christmas I do, song. I don't. I don't know that I know a Marshmallow World. You don't know Marshmallow World. You didn't know some enchanted evening, and you're telling me that oh, you don't know Mar- Marshmallow. You don't know World. Marshmallow World. Uh, Dean Martin. Uh, Dean there's Martin a great, uh, there's a great Marshmallow, Marshmallow World on the um, Phil Spector Christmas album. 
couple of those songs on the Jerokaman Christmas playlist. Give that, uh, give that a spin, folks. It's good music. Um, I, this song just has a lot of an evocative mood. I, I just really like. Yes. How, um, I I really wish that Dylan had done like a whole uh, collection or at least an EP of like only sort of uh, like Polynesian and like and, and like Asian inspired like sort of. Right, just, just like, like that exotica. The Orientalist yeah, like album. the like those exotica records. Like um, that would have been so cool if yeah. he had done stuff with you know a bit more of that like island feeling. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just the a island cool... of Singapore. Well, I don't mean <laughs> that Singapore. You know what I mean. I know but what you mean. This song has that sort of uh, exotic. It actually is an island. So then, who's uh, making fun of who here? Uh, I wasn't making fun. All right. Yeah, the <laughs> island of the island of Singapore. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, it had to be you. Had to be you. This is a good one. This one. So this one. Is good, is I like this one. You know from <laughs> from 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 romance. You uh-huh. know from from the romantic music that you know. It had to be you. Had to be you. Well, I'm looking at uh, an. On here, there's a Sinatra's swinging session, mm-hmm. which is something I see on on here. It came after all the way, and it has three exclamation points. It's just crazy. Three exclamation points. Yeah, wow. Sinatra's singing session, like screaming at it. Uh, but um, I digress. Um, even though I, I bet a song on here. I wonder if he <laughs> Dylan did anything on here. <laughs> Uh, so um, it didn't had do, to, it had to be you. Why had to be you. Written by Isham Jones. Isham Jones. Isham Jones. Uh, eighteen ninety four to nineteen fifty six. How do you uh, spell Isham Jones? I S H A M. Exactly Isham, the way. Isham. Yeah. Call uh, me Isham. <laughs> He, he, according to Genius, uh, had his first big break at the age of 23 when he wrote a song for the army um, called You're in the Army Now. Yeah, I think I, that's a famous song. It's that's about apparently song. being in the army. Uh, what, when was he born? 1894. So that was probably the last year you could be named Isham. Isham, yeah. <laughs> Also written uh, other other bangers such as "Swinging Down the Lane" and "Pardon My Southern Accent." Uh-huh. <laughs> Pardon my Southern accent, and uh, you're in the army now. I wonder which side he was for. This guy was the Max Martin of his day, just banger after banger. Uh, Pardon my Southern accent, little uh, little little sample of the lyric here. Pardon my Southern accent. Pardon my Southern drawl. May sound funny, oh, but honey. I love y'all. Pardon my southern accent, pardon my southern drawl. May sound funny, oh, but honey, I love y'all. If you don't like my accent, if you don't like my drawl, just don't listen, let's start kissing. Bet you fall, ah, oh, come on now, let me hear you see you, my snuff. When I say, do you love me? All you gotta say is, sure enough. Pardon my southern accent, didn't I hear you draw? Were you just sighing or replying, I love y'all? That's cute. Sounds like a southern accent. 
It had to be you as a song that I think is one of the most well-known probably on here. With Sham Up There Jones. with Young at Heart. Mm-hmm. Um, for Nobody Else gives gave me a thrill. With all of your faults, I love you. <laughs> it had to, <laughs> to be, be you. <laughs> this is like almost too slow even for old people to slow dance to. It's, this is a real slow, it's a sultry song. It's a slow burner. You feel, you know, you get up, you're, you're holding bum, your bum, honey bum. in your arms. You're the, you, you were seeing polka dots and moonbeams when you first began dancing with her, but now, you know, the night has worn on. It's just the two of you left on the dance floor. She's, she's close in your arms, enthralled to you. And you lean yeah. over and you whisper very quietly, very softly in her ear. You go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You get right up next to her ear. It's it had a, to be you. It's true that y- you gotta slow down your literal heart rate to really appreciate this music. You have to actually like, you have to be relaxed to really get anything out of this. That, I think that's true. Would you agree? Yeah, you don't want to be uh, snorting speed. Um, uh, like uh, someone that we know uh, that we recorded about recently. This is this is a downer record. This is not an upper record. Yeah, the, this is this is a record that requires a sense of personal equanimity, and I think that I'm just gonna say, you know, mm-hmm. back to our discussion last time, it's part of the reason why these have gotten short shrift. Is that that's not really what people want when they hear music, and there's just a frankly a certain level of ageism that comes with. Uh, the immediate out of hand dismissal of music that sounds like it had to be you. Um, but no, that's why Bob was doing press interviews in the AARP magazine around this time. Yeah. And he's like, You're, he knows these are my people. Yeah. Melancholy mood. So I don't know if you know this, but friend of the show and uh, guest Matt Crafting. Matt Crafting. Didn't we talk about this on the last episode, or do we His, not? No, we didn't talk about it. His uh, great uncle is, or uncle? So was it some, great uncle or uncle? I think it was his grand. Uh, hang on, he messaged us. I'm gonna pull up. The For message. the sake of the story, I'm gonna say, uh, uncle. Uncle. Uh, uncle wrote about yeah. His no, uncle wrote his this uncle's, song. His uncle's dad wrote "Melancholy Mood." Matt Crafting is part of the "Melancholy Mood." Lineage got some uncle magic going with the authoring of actual an actual song that Bob Dylan is singing, and not just any song. I mean, this is a song that Dylan's uh, it's been a uh, on this last tour, he was playing this still. Mm -hmm. Melancholy Mood is like really holds a place of prominence in this whole catalog of Dylan standard type songs. It's like one of his favorite ones, clearly. Yeah, we, I, uh, I saw him play Melancholy Mood twice just now, uh, last month. I saw him play it once. Or two months ago. No, a month. Whatever it's like a month ago. Out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it, it, uh, it it's sort of the one from this record, uh, or one, like the main ones that kind of has maybe stepped beyond the bounds of this record that is kind of just often forgotten about. 
uh, and is sort of the ugly stepchild of the the standards records because it's not the first one slash the best one slash the biggest one slash the last one. Um, it uh, it sounds like a song I think that Bob could have written on rough and rowdy ways. Yeah, or or maybe even on um, modern times or something. Yeah, exactly. It's really a cool uh, composition. There's a lot of. It's just an interesting composition where it's like has this minor and then major aspect that kind of like go back and forth. It's it's a unique song. For There's sure. almost not even like it, it's also like over half of the song is doesn't even have him singing on it. It's like a very long kind of um, uh, instrumental introduction, and then he just kind of gets to the um, to the verse towards yeah, the end. Yeah, it's quick, but it's a quick song. Too. Yeah, it's under three minutes uh just under this has a lot of streams on spotify compared to everything else yeah Four like I million. Saying, I think it's, it's the one that has kind of like stepped beyond the bounds of this record and like as bob himself has probably played a big lar- a large part in doing uh, or in making happen yeah. by making it a sort of a staple of his uh, latter-day tours well the next song uh is is are you ready to tear the house down? Oh boy! This is this is as as hot and as <laughs> aggressive as we get. Uh, there is some genuinely really good and fun. The band is absolutely drumming. on fire on this one. Yeah, I mean it's band. quiet. The whole thing is quiet. But if you listen to that drummer, like he's a uh, he's doing. They'll, yeah, they're all playing so well. It, the whole song is quite quiet, but it uh, is so good i mean it's the band is going pretty hard in their in their way i think it's just mixed down you know really expertly to to maintain that uh, feeling you couldn't have uh too much rocking and rolling on a record like this it's this is a this is a gentle it's a quiet uh quiet storm kind of thing but you can tell they're playing with a real sense of uh sense of energy there's there is a lot of kind of verve on this song that just like the that the symbols, uh, the way the band just kind of like like stops and starts again through, uh, with the verses, with Bob singing along with them, it's uh, it's so much fun. This is like probably my favorite on the whole record, I think. Yeah, I mean that uh, the the symbol, the really fast uh, hits on the symbol that I'm sort of like uh, Latin beat. Uh, yeah, it, I mean the whole thing is just uh, it's magic. It's yeah, bla- it's that nice old black like, magic, old black magic called love, and Bob, Bob has taken a real kind of like quiet and chill vocal too in a spin loving the spin i'm in so good in a spin bow spin i'm in bow. yeah oh it's so fun i'm just sitting enjoying listening to it yeah so we're just gonna sit here and uh oh, you know, listen. We'll, we'll, we'll chime in you know here and there but uh well we can we can Go on ahead to the end here and bring it. No, to we a can close. just we can listen to the the record and kind of hum along for the last ten minutes of the show, and then um, you know just pipe in with comments here and there as necessary. It's sort of an ASMR experience. <laughs> we we could just lick our lips into the mic some more. Come um, rain or come shine. Come rain or come shine. You know, play. Uh, uh, Come rain or come shine, you're gonna. I was gonna say play ball, but no. Play ball. Baseball games get canceled when there's rain. 
Um, come rain or come shine, we're still gonna. Uh, what's your What's your point? I was I, I I don't know. I'm just I'm 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 trying to. I'm it's trying talking to... about that everlasting love that doesn't change because of the weather. Uh, right. Sure. I'm gonna love you like nobody's loved you. Come rain or come shine. Mm. Sounds. But it ends on a kind accurate, of a, uh, a, a a sort of melancholy note. Did you notice that? Days may be cloudy or sunny. We're in or we're out of the money. But I'm with you always. I'm with you, rain or shine. It's just so strange to me that the the music of it actually ends this very relatively lighthearted collection with a on on just a sort of solemn somber note. You know, mm-hmm. it, it goes into minor, even though the song is kind of optimistic lyrically. It's I guess the other way to view it is just you know it's it's jazzy. You know, it ends on that jazzy minor feeling. But yeah, it, it does of, really go on. It's a quiet, you know, kind of soft, gentle close. I, I think kind of <clears throat> maybe contra what uh, Shadows has at the end of it, which is this big kind of bright moment of euphoria right. on uh, Lucky, Lucky Old, Old Sun. Sun. This is the, kind of the, the inverse of that. We're just kind of, you know, the sun is setting here. It's the, the curtain's coming down. Darkness is coming in. It's a it's a really is a perfect ending to this middle of the three uh, releases, um, where it has a kind of to be continued feeling that also does set up the, this collection uh, in retrospect as being. Yeah, it, it's a little bit lower stakes, and it's like we thank you for coming out tonight. That was the show. The yeah, exactly. It's it is Fallen Angels is decidedly like. A, you know, just kind of like a, a to be continued kind of record. Um, it's it's composed of shorter songs. It's composed of lighter songs. It's composed of more varied kind of music from the band. Um, I think Bob did a great job picking, you know, cutting the right songs out of this kind of collection of music that he put together to package them into Shadows, which stands as an absolute Latter Day classic. And then, and then he had some material left over, and he put out uh, Fallen Angels, and that's great to have. Also, it's a nice kind of counterpoint, I think, to um, everything else that comes from this era, where you know, if you just want to like have all of it thrown at you, blasted in your face, you're getting triplicate. If you want to really kind of feel this shit and and kind of get in your feelings, you're gonna put on shadows. But if you just want to like. You know, I was I was driving around with my dog in the backseat of the car today, and like the windows were down, the sun was shining. It was a nice, cool, fifty-five degree day, having a good time on a weekend, listening to polka dots and moonbeams and Skylark. It's like, it's it's great. It's great, yeah. <laughs> and it's great. anyone who's like, oh, this, uh, I don't, I'm not sure, uh, I don't like it. It's like now, I, I mean, I think I said this in the past, but we can look back now and you don't have to be such a baby about it. Like he put out another incredible album of original material. So now maybe you can just shut up about how this was a waste of time. No, it's actually just more good stuff for you. And you can just uh, maybe yeah, enjoy that full little piggy. Yeah. Like every time he puts something out, I feel like hopefully rough and rowdy ways is going to kind of put a sock in it for these people who 
whine Not about it that wait. way. They're going to come back. They're but come right back. It's like this thing of, oh, he's he's only got so much time left. He's, I hope he's using it wisely. Uh, if you feel that way, uh, first of all, you know, shame on you. It's that's vulgar. And second of all, uh, you're not gonna just enjoy listening to Skylark uh, in your car. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I highly recommend you lose you that way. Listen to Skylark in your car, driving around in the sunshine with a dog. Th- a lot of fun. Uh, three stars. Three stars. Sure. Fucking who cares? <laughs> uh. Joker men. Stop.